Hey y'all, this is Allie Spears, your host of the Ag Chicks podcast, where I cultivate connections with the women who are helping feed the world. Okay, so today I'm breaking my one rule of women only, but I promise there's a purpose behind this. Uh, so today my guest is my brother, Braden Spears, and the the reason we're doing a podcast episode like this is, uh, well, there's a couple reasons. First, I have felt like for the beginning of the new year and kind of deciding what I want my goals to be for Ag Chicks, I definitely want to interject more of my personal story into the podcast and into my content. So what better way to do so than having my younger brother on, uh, but also for the promotion of our new podcast. So if you've not heard, uh, my brother and I have a new podcast called Full Sibs, and it can currently be found on podcast, excuse me, it can be currently found on Spotify. It will be on all podcast platforms shortly. Uh, we're dealing with some kind of, not issues, Technical but just difficulties. Yeah technical difficulties with Apple um, and some of the other platforms, but it will soon be on everything, but can be found on Spotify right now. And so part of the reason we are doing this is because we're going to talk about our childhood in agriculture and kind of our roots in agriculture. Today we're doing also... that? Yeah, I thought that's what our okay. plan was. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a plan today. I just showed up. <laughs> this is a little bit of insight into full sibs. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So for today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about our our childhood and agriculture, and kind of what it means to us, and how we got here, I guess, and kind of that whole journey. Uh. But the catch is, half of this episode will be on ag chicks, and then the second half will be on full sibs. So if you want the full episode, you got to go both. You got to go to both. Uh, so we will definitely have that linked in the show notes. So that is a smooth transition. Uh, yeah. without further ado, Brayden, welcome to Ag Chicks podcast. You are. Thank you. Fi- this is, this isn't the first time I've been on Ag Chicks, by the way. Correct. It's the second. It's the second. Can you, you can't hear that, right? Sorry. I know we're recording, but you can't hear that. No, you're just, uh, okay. no, okay. I can't hear anything. The fo- my, my phone went off. You can like my phone went off on the computer. Anyways. No, you're good. Um, yeah, this is not my first time on the podcast, um, but it's my first time alone on the podcast. So, just glad to be here. Thank and you're you for actually, the opportunity. yeah, you're welcome. You're actually my first male only guest, if that makes sense. I did have one other yeah. uh, gentleman on with uh, a lady. A couple. To, uh, they were not a couple. They were like a. Oh. They were business partners. Um, to give a full spectrum of their uh, kind of business and what they do. So they were on together, but you're the first solo man. So I feel honored. We'll see how this goes. Feel honored. Um, so I don't know. Should we give like a quick, quick background of you? Or do you feel like we need to send them to full sibs to do that? Um, I can do a little quick. I mean, what kind of background are you looking for? Uh, just a little bit about maybe what you're doing currently, kind of what Cliff Note version of of your life. Oh, okay. Um, well, I obviously grew up with my sister Allison Spears in California on a ranch. Um, so I was in FFA and 4-H and showed the animals and 
I was more of like a pig and goat guy rather than a cattle guy. She was more like a cattle person. I just, I got kicked by a cow when I was little and I said, screw that. Um, I've kind of come around on them, but when I was younger, I was a pig and goat guy and then was like, did livestock judging and all that stuff throughout high school. Um, and then I went to college to play baseball, just got my degree from Boise state. Uh, what day is it? Like less than a month ago. Uh, so I just graduated from Boise state, moved back home. 30 year old living with his parents. Um, but I'm 22. Uh, in the basement. Yeah. Just moved back home. Uh, and now I'm just training. I play professional baseball, so I'm just training. Um, I'm actually down in San Diego right now in a beachfront villa. That's how it was. It was, uh, the Airbnb was marketed as a beachfront villa and we're not even close to the beach. So, um, I'm down here right now working out, but so short note is I grew up in ag. I still am a part of ag and I play professional baseball. That's me. Good job. Not good enough. <laughs> Snaps. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that's perfect. So I think I'm trying to think of the best way to start or maybe like the best question to ask you. Okay. I have one actually. And this might be kind of weird. Cause I don't even know if I can think of mine, but what's your earliest memory of agriculture so that's a weird question um no that's a good question my earliest memory of agriculture i have a lot i have there's a few my earliest probably memory of agriculture just like being around it is probably when we had the vasco ranch and we would play um like cowboys and indians and stuff we'd go we'd go sit in that water trough remember that water yeah. trough yeah, we made it like into like, a fort. Yeah, we had like we had like stuff covering it. Like that's probably it's not really. I just remember being around cattle and stuff when I was little like that, and just like I didn't really enjoy being around cattle when I was little. So I would like go and like run off and do whatever I wanted to do, like play, like act like I was an Indian and sleeping in a teepee, and like I was just in a water barrel. But like I remember that's probably my earliest, um, one of my earliest ag uh memories but my like the one that shines out is when I was I think I was like bad mouthing or I was just kind of being like a little pain to mom and she pushed my head into cow manure and I had cow manure all over my head my hair um that's probably like my second most um like earliest agricultural memory I don't know I have a lot I have a lot of ag memories like that when we were a little like playing around um I don't know that picture of us I don't remember but I I just there's not necessarily one specific thing other than those two things that I remember. I just remember always being around cattle and like being around ag or going to the greenhouse greenhouse with dad and riding around the golf cart. I like doing that when I was little, just, I was kind of just always around it, but it wasn't, it's not really like a specific day that I remember other than those two spot uh, points. Yeah. I had a feeling you were going to talk about the, uh, I like to call it the shithead story. I think, I think there was one of me on top of the trailer going to the bathroom in front of traffic, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. I, feel I was like, a little wild when I was like, younger. I feel like Dad just told that story He did, to that's why I thought about it. Or maybe he, he told it to us. us. Yeah. And, yeah, so we were out moving cows at the ranch that we were leasing at the time. I love that ranch. I know, it was really fun. It was, like, it, it was... It was super interesting layout of it it had like two it like sides hilly. it was like hilly was so cool. there's this main road called vasco road in uh where we grew up 
um, in kind of central Bay Area, California, uh, northern central California. Uh, and that road it was is like a main highway basically and so the property that we rented was split by that main highway and then it was really hilly on both sides and i don't remember how many acres it was but it was huge it was a huge ranch and so there was two underpasses i think that we could take to get to either side and we had one area where we had like the main working pens and then i feel like we had like a pop-up area kind of pen situation side. on the other side but we made just Probably. i don't remember details like that to be honest with you when i was young we mostly did it out of the one side where it was like permanent facilities yeah. uh which now it's a vineyard which is kind of crazy whenever mm-hmm. we drive home like from the airport when somebody picks me up it's just so weird to see how all that area has changed so much but anyways so people could definitely see what we were doing when we were out working cows I mean, and it wasn't yeah. like up close and personal but they could see like oh there's people out there with cows and so (laughs) brayden climbed to the top of the trailer i want to say i got dared to do this but i don't know maybe i I feel like like i was too young to know what a dare was i don't know yeah i don't know but i feel like we always had our friends out there too like on the weekends when we would go work cows like a friend would always come or something Mm -hmm. um but anyway so he climbed to the top of the livestock trailer and literally peed facing (laughs) <laughs> extreme traffic <laughs> on the top of the trailer. Uh, was that the same day that mom called you a shithead? It might have been. It might have been. It might have been. That might have been the reason why I got thrown into the cow, cow poop. But uh, I was wild. I'll yeah. on that a little bit. I feel like. Bit, I feel like my earliest memory, and I don't even really know if it's a memory or if it's just like. You know how sometimes you see pictures and people tell you about things and then you don't know if you really remember it, but it's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I, I know I was there. Mm-hmm. Mine is riding blue butt. So mm. our parents had a pig operation. Um, I don't know if I was, if they got it. I guess I, well, I mean, I was born, but I can't remember if they got it after I was born or before I was born. And the pig then operation? They, yeah, I think before. I think it was before. I think it was like in the early 90s. Yeah, and then I think I was like three or four when they sold all the pigs, but because they were gone by the time you were born, I know that. Um, yeah, so they had. I, a sh- yeah, we didn't have we didn't have a pig operation when I was alive. They had a show pig operation, and uh, there again, there's a picture of me riding this barrow around the backyard, uh, and his name I named him Blue Butt because he blue had butt. a blue butt. Had a lot uh, of blue butt pigs. I feel like like name yeah, butt or fluffy or fuzzy butt. No matter, I'm thinking fuzzy butt. Um, you remember peanut butter the the pony? Oh my god, he was so mean. I hated that freak. I think there's either a picture of me or you on peanut butter with grandpa. It might be you. I know. So I got a pony for my birthday. You know, whatever. I think that might be the last time I've ever ridden a horse. <laughs> whatever like, six year old dreams of. He was so mean, so mean. We had him for a really the long meanest, time, though. He might have been the meanest animal I've ever been around in my life. Like he was just mean. Like would bite you, kick you off, kick you. Like I was young, but I just remember him being such a. Uh, he was brutal. I did not like that pony. Didn't Grandma and Grandpa got him for me? Didn't they? Yeah, I thought it was Grandpa and Grandpa. I didn't know it was ours. And um, then there's a picture of me. I think on the back of him in a red tank top and denim shorts 
in grandma and grandpa's front yard i do have i have like a i think i think that's you that yeah, must be you then must of be him you. yeah and then we kind of yeah, went down like the horse you did i didn't i was never journey. That. no i know but you wanted yeah, to be I a don't... horse girl and i was like mom if mom is right there ask her when was i like six or seven when we got peanut hey, butter mom, how old was Allie when we got peanut butter the pony You got it for you when you were five. Because I remember writing it, though. Uh, also, when did you guys start your pig operation? Early 90s, right before you had Allie? Pig operation. Day after they got married. Oh. So, December 30th, 1990, the pig operation started. They bought the pigs bef- the day before the wedding. Mm. And then you guys went to Vail. Eat it up. <laughs> Shout out to mom and dad. 33 years of bliss. <laughs> yeah, bliss is all right. Yeah. It's been bliss since I've been home. That's for sure. <laughs> we had to phone a friend. I'm ready to move out. <clears throat> detail confirmation. What'd you say? I said we had to phone a friend for some detail confirmation. Oh, for her? Yeah. Yeah. Right, what do you got? What else you got for me? Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of another oh <laughs> so should we talk about why you don't like cattle that's one of okay. my other favorite my other favorite stories i've come around on them but yes so i don't like as... her for cattle that's for sure <laughs> he's scarred <laughs> PTSD. sorry PTSD. excuse me for everyone listening i kind of coming up a cold anyways so as Braden mentioned i was definitely the cattle kid and he was a sports kid honestly like he really did yeah i was i was like I, I did ag stuff like I did show I, I enjoyed showing goats and pigs but like I and I I don't know it's not that I didn't enjoy doing ag stuff but I just wasn't that like into it I just was more into sports when I was younger I still am more into sports but now that I've gotten older I've gotten more into ag like I've gotten more interested in ag um either just both for like a career after baseball as well as just overall interest I'm interested I'm just more interested in ag now but when I was younger I did it but I was never really like bought in on it if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I feel like you kind of did it because you had to. Kind of had to. Yeah. Like you were doing it and I didn't I didn't like going to shows and not having something to do. Like I I hated going to cattle shows because I never had anything to do. I was just bored. Like I and I didn't know how to evaluate cattle or anything back then, so I just was like who why do people enjoy this? Like this sucks. Like I'm just watching people walk cattle around a ring, you know? And so I just felt like when I was older, when I got a little older, I was like, well, I either got to watch her show this stuff or I can show my own stuff and like kind of kill time. So I'll just show a pig or whatever. It's kind of how I looked at it when I was younger. And he, you did last judge. And we have an intense father. I didn't have a choice really. Yeah. For being completely honest with you. Yeah. (laughs) He's intense. Uh, Check out probably the episode after this on Full Sibs. Hopefully we have mom and dad on if you're interested to see. I might try to get mom on. I might try to get mom on for the net, the episode today if she's willing. Willing, willing and able. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. we went. So I showed cattle a lot. We traveled pretty much every weekend, either to a sports event or a cattle show, uh, and then we really only showed, or I only really showed. Uh, <clears throat> Buy ranchers for ranchers. Together, let's make ranching easier. 
previously known as Cattle Back Box, Strayhorn has rebranded to better match their ability to push the envelope in creating innovative animal management products to serve the ranching community. Strayhorn is rooted in tradition and ranching legacy, but they believe in the opportunity of looking at things with a new perspective to drive the industry forward. Check out all of the things that Strayhorn has to offer you and your herd. Pigs and, well, I showed the pigs every year at our county show. We did a couple of jackpots with pigs, not a ton. I did um, but, one, I think. Yeah, and then I showed a lamb twice. The first time. You were never going to catch me showing a lamb. I <laughs> The first no. time I only did it because I really thought their little tiny halters were super cute. And I thought it was just like so cute to run around the fairgrounds with How a lamb on you? a halter. Your first lamb. Don't you don't have a halter on? Aren't you all hands on lambs? When you show them, but like when you oh. exercise them, they have halters. Oh. Oh my God. I feel like I was maybe a freshman in high school or maybe eighth grade. And then I didn't show another one until my senior year. And the only reason I showed one my senior year is because I wanted to win every species my senior year. Oh, yeah. Oh, but the first time I showed a lamb, it prolapsed in the ring. And I had I to shove that. it back in. And I literally, like, I had to do it multiple times because I showed her, her for her market class, the champion drive. And then I showed her for showmanship. And I walked out of the ring and I handed her to my dad after she won. And I was like, okay, we can check that one off. Never again. They just, I don't, sorry if someone's listening and they like sheep. They just want to die. Like they constantly want to die. I can evaluate the hell out of sheep. <laughs> but I don't think I dropped a point on sheep my senior year or my junior year last night. But yeah, I just, they're not, there's not much value there in my opinion. But I can tell you a story of how much I did not like, like I just, how un into showing in all livestock I was when I was in high school I would like I was all in on market animals like I would try to win like I would we did a really good job you and I of like feeding our pigs and like feeding our animals like we weren't ever lazy with that stuff like we got up and did it and I was I always wanted to win market but when it came to showmanship I would do bad on purpose so I don't have to do masters and I was like I was done I was done I like wouldn't make eye contact with the judge or like would walk between the judge and the pig like, I did everything I could to not have to be masters. Because <laughs> I remember one time I got asked, what are you feeding your pig? And I said, Vitafirm. And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't, I can't do this. Like, I don't, I can't do this. So ever since that day, I was like, I'm just going to do everything I can to not have to do master showmanship so that I, I can just be done after market. So that's what I did. Which absolutely killed our father. That, but... Absolutely killed our father. Oh, yeah. He wanted me in master so bad. And I just had no interest in it. I didn't want to have to get interviewed by the judge. I don't want to have to show every animal because I don't like cows, which we'll get into. Like, I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to show a cow to win a belt buck. Like the value, the, there's no value there for me. I don't want to get killed by a cow. Like I'm good. And that's just how that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and if you are listening and you have no idea what master showmanship is, so a lot of times it's called round robin too at other like county fairs or um stock shows that's for sure but it's basically like if you win your species and showmanship then you have to show all of the species against all the species all all the other people who also won their species so and um, you have to like do and then like the judge comes up and like comes up and like asks you questions and all this stuff it's just like i mean some people aka my sister loved it me i had no interest in it 
I was like, nah, just give me the Supreme and that's all I want. I don't care. I'm trying to take this thing to the auction and get paid. That's it. <laughs> See, I like showmanship because that's something I had control over. Like sometimes if you had a, which, okay, our county fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> our county fair was, um, let's, how do I put that? It was competitive. <laughs> it was, there was like five to 10 people that were yeah. fairly competitive. Every I'm sorry year. if I, you can cut that out. My bad. No, I don't uh, care. But then after that, it really wasn't. So I like showmanship because I had to be good at showmanship for when we went to like national yeah, stock, stock shows. Oh, stock like shows, in yeah. Denver because, yeah, um, yeah. well, see, I never did any of that. So I didn't care. Yeah. Cause you never like I the just... judge may not like your heifer that day or your steer yeah. so showmanships i knew at least like i could control that and if i lost is because i didn't do a good job you know what i mean and so yeah that's why i like showmanship Fair, i guess but I but into it. going back to your why i hate cattle yeah so i guess you backing up a little bit i can tell you my experience when it happened but but hang on yeah, for a second. Back up a little bit, and you give you you give your perspective first because I don't okay. know what you're gonna say. So first of all, if you don't know, we are. I mean, I consider us to be fifth generation ranching ranchers. Uh, yeah, we grew up yeah. on our family's farming and ranching operation. We got cows when I was eight or nine, or no, I was younger than that. I was probably like seven. Uh, and then we had registered Angus cattle for quite a while. And that was like our, we had a purebred herd and we did a lot of, uh, private treaty bull sales and just had like a cow calf seed stock operation. And then more probably in the last 10 years since I left, our herd has transitioned more to a commercial side of things where we have some influence from genetics of Simmental's. Uh, and then kind of the whatever my show cattle were, those genetics are mixed in, whether that was Herefords, Maine's, Charlay's, kind of a menagerie of different things. Yeah. But yeah. we started, I started showing when I was old enough. So I was nine years old and we got Hereford cattle because at the time that was the cheaper of the breeds. Uh, Angus cattle were pretty well off the charts. That was kind of the peak of the Angus craze, Angus. I guess you could say and they I don't, were think, more... I don't even think that's there anymore well i mean everything's high end now like everything's well, yeah. wild in terms of like expensive and stuff like that and they were also supposed to be a little bit more docile people will argue with that i don't know <laughs> um but brain will definitely argue with that but anyway I'll so argue I, started, with that. I started showing herford cattle they're, and... bad. they're not maternal i'll tell you that <laughs> And so my dad, every time he has to bottle feed a calf, it's typically a Hereford now. And Always he cusses, cusses his decision to let me get Herefords from the beginning. But anyways, so we showed a local state and national level with, or not we, I showed at a no local state national level. I went level. there, but I didn't show. Yeah. And uh, Brayden occasionally had to take a halter in a cow calf situation. This was literally my worst nightmare. Like, and what was it? It would have been. Was it twenty ten? Oh, twenty ten state fair maybe. Was. Maybe it was. It was a state fair for sure. California state I was, fair. I was pretty young still, so I was. 
It was probably 2012. I, yeah, I'd say I was 11. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I feel like that's right. <clears throat> Anyways, so where sh- I had... Oh, this is dang, like my had, worst nightmare. We probably had 10 head at that show. We had a ton of head. But a lot. Because we were and, all had our hands full. Yeah. And so anyway, so we... <laughs> Do you want to do you want to tell your version or do you want me to tell my version? This is what this is what I remember. I don't know what I think we were we were t- coming from the wash rack back to the th- pens. It was either the wash rack or tieouts. I can't remember. Okay, so either one, we had to walk them back to the pen. Either you or Dad, or maybe the fitter. I don't even know. Was like, hey, Brad, we need you to like take the calf. And so I'm like. <laughs> why did I come out here because I went out there with everybody else just thinking like I was going to look at cattle wherever and I walked out there and he's like hey we need you to take the calf it's got a whole turn I'm like oh god so I'm like alright whatever I grabbed the calf I'm the last one in the line of however many cows we had walking to the thing and this thing just freaks out like starts bucking and kicking and I'm, and I'm like trying to hold it like with the halter and all of a sudden I'm like I can't hold on to this thing anymore and it like, I'm like, it's like kind of dragging me around in front of everybody at State Fair. I'm getting drug around like a calf. That thing jumps up, just kicks me square two feet right in the chest. I let go and I'm on the ground like, uh, uh. <laughs> and then Mad Day like, mom's, mom's laughing out there. <laughs> you know, like when you like just slam really hard or something, you like all the air gets out of you, just like, <laughs> that's what I sounded like and I felt like and from that day forward I was like I will never touch a cow again in my life that is and me like I didn't even care that Jeff was off my head running around I was like I just laid there I was like I'm just gonna stay here for a little while <laughs> but this yeah I cannot I still hate Hereford cattle to this day no we were at state fair the best part though is the calf was maybe three months old like it was not very big it was not young. very big at all. Like, yeah, like maybe 250 pounds, maybe. Dude, I was 11 years old. Like, that thing was throwing me around. He And he, I just remember you saying, like, I got trampled. Like, I, I did get trampled. trampled. I just remember crying. I remember, like, I feel like I landed. I feel like he kicked me and I landed in, like, shavings or something. I just, like, laid there. It was just, like. I vividly remember. It was, like, right in front of where the judge family was. It was, like, right in front of their pen and, like, right on the other side of the show ring. And so it was, like, the main alley that, like, everyone was was walking down. Public was, was like, out and about, like, strollers everywhere, people, cattle. And I'm pretty sure the calf ran straight to its mom and, like, started nursing. Probably. But it was was such a I didn't care if it did or didn't. That thing belonged to the state fair now. Oh. So that's why Brayden Brayden doesn't like cows because he was (laughs) – had an inclement situation as a child i kind of got like yeah i had a tough relationship when i was little i didn't after that situation i didn't like i didn't go around cattle very much at all after that for a long time and then um when covid happened i moved back home and i helped dad i was like i me and dad worked cattle every day that's when i kind of got more comfortable with him again and like started like liking being around them but before that it was a good 10 years before I like was like okay with being back in a ring with cattle. Yeah, he but. wouldn't wouldn't walk them, wouldn't feed them. No. Nothing. None of that. Did you did you make master showmanship though one time? Mhm. I skipped it. I f- yeah. 
I remember the I remember someone asking I was like helping someone with like steers or something and they were like isn't yeah. your brother in masters and I was like yeah that's probably not gonna happen and they were like why and I was like because he's not gonna show a steer and they were like wait no. what and I was like yeah there's no way no, no way he's showing no I was a no show yeah I don't think dad was happy with me but don't care didn't <laughs> have to show Cal <laughs> so uh, childhood trauma of what cattle incidents oh yeah i did have to save a highland but that was during kind of when i like was kind of becoming rekindled with cattle again. yeah me and dad had to almost got killed by that highland that had the newborn i was on the wrong side of the pen i went and picked oh, it yeah. up and dad i was scary see the highlands like they don't scare me though like the horns and stuff like i don't know it's just herefords i don't like i don't trust herefords like i don't trust them at all at all like at all all herefords no herefords oh i don't trust but you don't but you don't care about the highlands or the bull the highland bull no Hmm. i don't know i just i mean now it's not as like it's not that i don't trust them now it's just like forever i didn't really care about angus or nothing i just did not like herford cattle because of that situation but and just because we always had to bottle feed herford calves there's always issues with Hereford cattle. Like I just, I'm like they're just a useless breed. That's what I always like told myself. Like they just have no freaking value. Um, but yeah, like Highland cattle and stuff. Like their big horns, like never really bothered me. I mean, when they're right when they give birth, Highland cattle are the craziest potentially animal on earth. But um, other than that, you know, couple week period, they're fine. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I haven't really been around the Highlands when they have given birth. Well, I mean, just cows in general. They, you just, I don't know. They get a little sketchy when they calve. Yeah. And For then, sure. like, I would rather honestly be in a pen with a bull any day over, like, a cow, especially if after they calved. Yeah, hundred percent. What did if dad? It's between a bull or a cow with that just calved. I'm going with the bull, hundred percent. If there's not a female in the pen, bulls generally are not going to screw with you. Yeah. Like, or if like they're not, if you're not between them and food, you're not gonna. I don't know. I've just never really had any issues with bulls. Like, I've always had issues with cows and calves and calves. Well, yeah, but yeah, I wonder where that calves at actually. Um. I'm pretty sure it was a bull calf, and I'm pretty sure it was. Was that red or whatever his name was? I don't remember if that, that was. Uh, what was the bull I showed in Reno? I don't know. Cody or Coda. His name was Coda. Coda, Coda. and I think it was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. It is. Was it the Queen's calf? Maybe. I don't know. I just remember his name was Coda. He was. He ended up being like a really good bull. He won reserve, I think, at Reno. Um. Yeah, he was good. He was good cow or a good bull. Uh, I can't remember. Just send him to the feedlot. Cow. And um, then, so I'm trying to decide. Any other ag stories we should hit on before? Because I think I think a good story to tell would be our bucking bull enterprise. Oh yeah, 
Should we do that, or we do also, we think uh, this no, is a good uh, place to cut? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, another ag thing is just like 4-H camp stuff. Like that shit was fun. That crap was fun. But um, other, I'm kind of ag. I don't really have anything other than a. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually, I have a question. In terms of, so you said, like, you moved home when COVID happened, obviously, because yeah. the world shut down. Baseball got canceled. But, Mom, can you give me water? Thank you. But you also, like, worked for dad, basically, during that time period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not only, like, helping That's, him at home. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Not only, like, helping him at home with the cattle, but then also our dad is the owner of or one of the partners in ownership for a vegetable seed and transplant company yeah part owner thank you i couldn't think of the word uh so he i feel like our involvement in farming is a little bit different from the traditional like farmer because yes we definitely Mm -hmm. had crops going up growing up like we either had tomatoes or corn or alfalfa but also dad just kind of grew up around like everything around us was all crops still like we just always garlic garlic too yeah onions a lot of our involvement was honestly through like other farmers and like being with our dad when he interacted with other farmers and like helped them with seed or transplants for their fields or um, yeah 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 like i can't remember what year it was was that covid when i did all the seed counting for robbie yeah, I, was, I did like seed counting oh, for a farmer. I did that too. He's not even a, actually, he's not even a farmer. He owns, he's a part of, he's the part owner of Caltrans. I don't know. I sounded counted seed for him. Like it was never like because dad was a farmer that we had farming experience because dad's not really technically a farmer. I wouldn't, he yeah. is, but he's not, you know. Yeah, he's a but, weird He's a weird farmer. I don't know. Like, what I, what sure. I, what I, when people ask me what he does, I say he's like a, a farmer, a consultant, and like a foreman, because like he like tells people what to do agriculturally, and then he also like has the knowledge, so he is a farmer, and then um, like he consults by like, oh, he's like, and he's also a salesman, so or a businessman, so like he s- sells the seed, he tells them what to do, how to take care of it, what to do with the water, like he kind of like is a part of all of it. And then also in harvesting too. So he just does everything involved with ag. Yeah, I feel like it's, and maybe it's more, maybe it's a California specific thing. I don't really, I can't really speak on other locations, but I truly believe, or not believe, like he is involved in every aspect of the entire like seed to harvest and makes a lot of decisions for the farmers which is kind of interesting because you think like oh he sells a seed and he turns it over but he's a part of the entire process and then like i mean canneries like the whole thing yeah i mean i know you've ridden with him i've ridden with him he farmers call him all day all All day day long like you can't have a conversation with him on a work day like for more than five minutes because he's got guys calling him like asking him for what do i do here what do i do here what i gotta you know what's this, you know, stuff like that. Can you come check this out? So he's just, I don't know, he does it all. But with kind of, I'm glad you brought that up because my like interest in ag is more that side of ag rather than like livestock side. So 
and during COVID when I worked for dad, I like did, I like worked on trials and stuff. So I helped like their experimental seeds. I was like a part of them being planted and stuff to the people that are listening. Um, they had like new genetics and stuff that they always have new genetics that they're trying out. So they plant trials of like small plots of these crops. They plant them and then they research them and study them and see what their yields are. And then they can see, you know, what, how they perform in canneries and stuff like that. And so I was a part of that year, like helping the guys that run that kind of helping them plant and accounting seed form and stuff like that. And I doing that, that summer or the six, seven months, however long it was, it was a while. Uh, I kind of like found an interest in ag, that side of ag. So I'm not really live. Like I'm not, I'm still interested in livestock, but I'm not interested as much as I am on that side of ag. So that's kind of more the ag business ag. side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to, if I were to pursue a contract in ag or a contract, a career in ag, it'd be that side for sure, rather than the livestock side. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. And just kind of what your plan is too for when you move here and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I feel like we I mean, should. That, and, that, and that's what brings us to like the chemical sales and stuff like that. That stuff's interesting to me too because it's still business, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, all the other aspects that go into ag, like as the industry, right? Because there's right. so many different moving parts and aspects of it. It's honestly like insane I think if it's you think about it. I mean, I don't know. It might be, it's probably like this for every industry, but I feel like it's just one of the most complex industries you could even think about. Like there's just so much working, so many working parts, moving parts in it. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And works. things you wouldn't even think about or know unless you knew which that's yeah. kind of a weird way to say it, but yeah. Um, anything else you can think of major before we kind of move into, uh, I think just some more funny stories probably. Um, no, how much time we got? So we are roughly at about 40 minutes. 40. Mm-hmm. Are we just splitting in the half splitting right now? Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, like okay. this. Let's cut it here, and then we can roll the next, and I'll just edit it out. Right. Okay. Okay, so if you want to hear the rest of this episode, head over to Full Sibs and <laughs> check it out as we continue down this. Go over there. Path of Spears Fam and Ag and Full Sibs, Absolutely. which, which the name of our podcast really did originate from our agriculture livestock background oh. if you know if you know you know kind of thing uh yeah. so hope to see y'all over there thank you for having me on by the way no problem Go ahead, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of ag chicks don't forget to follow along on social media at ag chicks for more agricultural related content and also be sure to check out your favorite podcast gear from www.agchicks.net we'll see you next time